Welcome to this episode of Musings of the Sacred, hosted by myself, William Catling, and produced by Gillette Cervantes. Each week, we focus on thoughtful ways to engage life, the natural world, and God. In this, our eighth episode, we will begin by reading a section from one of my favorite authors, A.A. A. Milne, the writer of the beloved Winnie the Pooh stories. We are reading from Chapter 10 of The House at Pooh Corner. We find Pooh Bear and Christopher Robin walking along as Christopher Robin is preparing to say goodbye as he will be heading off to boarding school. So they began going there, and after they had walked a little way, Christopher Robin said, What do you like doing best in the world, Pooh? Well, said Pooh, what I like best... And then he began to think, because although eating honey was a very good thing to do, there was a moment just before you began to eat it, which was better than when you were, but he didn't know what it was called. And then he thought being with Christopher Robin was a very good thing to do, and having Piglet near was a very friendly thing to have. And so when he had thought it all out, he said, what I like best in the whole world is me and Piglet going to see you, and you saying, what about a little something? And me saying, well, I shouldn't mind a little something, should you, Piglet? And it being a hummy sort of day outside, and birds singing. Well, we do not know what to call it either, that moment just before. There are some words we could use like anticipation, or delay of gratification, or living with expectancy, but they lacked the brilliance of Winnie the Pooh's simplicity the moment before. The description of a moment implies that's not very long in duration. Like the threshold as you walk into a room, you are briefly leaving the space before the door and not quite in the space beyond the door. This is called liminal or transitional space, and it's better than after the honey is eaten. We might describe this moment before experience as taking a pause, being conscious of the time right before we begin each day, or in this case, before we have some really good food that we enjoy. This brief hesitation can become a way of living, pausing just before the first sip of coffee each morning, or smelling the savory delights of a meal before the first bite. Find something you love and practice hesitating, praying, pausing, waiting just a bit before you take it in. These simple pauses can be experienced throughout each day as a way to savor life more deeply. For example, a few minutes exist early each morning, especially on a clear winter day. There's a kind of expectation that fills the air. The night sky above is a soft, velvety black, pierced by a few pinpricks of fading starlight. The hills begin to silhouette as the yellow glow of the sun blooms along the horizon. The most beautiful shade of lavender blends the dark of night to a few hints of the rising sun, the early stages of the transition from night into day. There is a pre-dawn quiet that softens this liminal space, a kind of pause as the world awakens. A kind of mythos of being, a magical hesitation, 
a way of preparing, a time to breathe during these early moments of the night's passage into day. Try this with me. Pause. Breathe. Feel yourself relax. Practice pausing, hesitating, savoring. Enjoy the beautiful experience of a day being born or a day ending. You can also think of pausing as a way to more fully experience your day and as a way to discover more healthy ways to interact, even in the midst of a difficult situation. So before you speak in response during a heated verbal exchange, pause, reflect, choose your words carefully. Before you leave the room to escape a typical difficult family dynamic, pause, reflect, and hold on to your growth. Before you drive knowing you are late for something, pause, reflect, take some deep breaths, and be calm as you drive away. Before you decide this person you've met is the right one for you, pause, reflect, and pray for eyes to see clearly who this person is. Before you assume you know what happened while you were away, pause, reflect, and then listen without judgment. How much hurt could we avoid if we learned to utilize this simple centering device called the pause? Just stopping for a few seconds can help us to be calm, to be more intentional, to be more gracious, to remember how much we have grown, to practice the healthy kind of responses that we have worked so hard to learn. And not just in these interactive relational kinds of encounters, but throughout each day to help us live out the disciplines of connection, to be more mindful of the beauty in the mundane, the special in the everyday, and the discoveries when we slow down. This is not another time-consuming additional activity we need to add to our list of the things we already have difficulty doing. In fact, it's just the opposite. It is not something we put on our list at all. It's part of what I call an anti-list. The pause is simply taking a few seconds to not do, to hesitate ever so briefly before we plunge ahead with our day, our plans, and our schedule. There's a beautiful phrase that people use to create this space for reflection and redirection. People use it when they need a moment to gather their thoughts. Gather your thoughts. What a great way of pausing right before you engage in eating, driving, talking, thinking. Practice it. Here's a quote from another amazing author, Julia Cameron. I recommend you read anything she has written. She says, These moments of clear inspiration require that we move into them on faith. We practice these small leaps of faith daily. We learn not only to listen, but also to hear with increasing accuracy that inspired, intuitive inner voice. 
There are times when everything seems to stop swirling around us. We have a moment of clarity, of coherence, a kind of crispness with the edges in sharp definition. It is a surprise. We are so used to being unsure or confused. It stands out with significance. We have a choice. Do we allow our uncertainty to stop us from trusting in the moment, or do we embrace the opportunity and step into it with faith, as Julia Cameron recommends? God is clear but quiet, and there is a stillness in the messages sent our way. These bits of inspiration are signs of connection, invitations into faith steps, When we learn to listen in these moments of exception, they enlarge our ability to hear with greater levels of accuracy and to take the risk of responding in faith. There is no pattern, no schedule of these events. It is our job to be ready to hear, to listen, and to respond. They appear when we least expect them, often when we are overwhelmed, when we are highly distracted, or when we are grieving when we are caught up in the flurry of doing, and when we are muddled and confused. So when life is the most challenging, be prepared for a moment like the eye of a storm, when the wind drops and there's an unexpected silence. Open yourself to it. Listen with your mind and heart. Learn to trust the hushed voice of God that comes through our inner being like a light being turned on in a dark room and step through the open doorway. Do not wait long, just a moment to gain your balance, a brief collecting of your thoughts, a tuning in and a stepping forward. Lean into these moments. In Psalm 62 verse 5 it says, My soul, wait in silence for God only, for my hope is from Him. You may have heard this verse before, especially when you were going through a difficult time and people wanted to encourage you. They meant well, but it may not have been enough. Maybe the advice is too vague or just too hard to wait in silence when we need to hear something now. To have hope that is born out of silent waiting is not an easy thing to do. What if we looked at this verse in a new way, through the lens of the moment before? Maybe what we are being asked to do here is easier than it seems. Let's break it down. My soul, that is your inner person, with all of your beliefs, doubts, and securities and emotions. Wait. This could be the hesitation that Pooh Bear has just before he enjoys honey with his best friends. In silence. Well, we know that our soul is not very quiet. Rather, it is filled with an inner dialogue wrestling with issues hour by hour when we are both asleep and awake. So maybe there's just a quieter moment, a slight pause in the racket, a dimming of the noise. For God only. Perhaps the presence of God is the only thing that can quiet our souls. For my hope Remember, hope is not in what we have or know, but in what we cannot see or know yet. Is from him. Like Pooh's honey, hope is beautiful, gooey, and the byproduct of much work we do not see. The moment before is filled with possibilities. Life as we experience it is quite full, at times overfull. So much so that it can be hard to find a moment just to stop and think clearly. 
Life is so full, we cannot get it under control. So much so that it seems an impossible task. It feels like we are just trying to manage what is happening around us and inside of us. Then something else happens and the impossible gets worse. Winnie the Pooh says, There was a moment just before you began, which was better, but you didn't know what it was called. There is a moment just before we start screaming that calls to us to stop, to breathe, to pray, to yield, to simply realize our inability to control the world. We may need to practice pausing multiple times each day or each hour to get through life. Taking a moment to gather, to embrace, to look up so we can find ourselves in the light of God's love. To realize how small we are, how loved we are, and how letting go is a very powerful thing to do. If Pooh Bear, who has stuffing for brains, can experience the power of the moment before and knows it has no name, so can we. Rob Bell says we should practice these moments of letting go. He writes, now let's pause here and take a breath. Remember you've been given this gift of life. Breathing is deeply connected to our sense of being, our inner temperament, our pace of life, our level of trust, and our idea of prayer. Take a minute to just breathe. Feel your lungs swell with the intake of air through your nose. Hold for a second. Then slowly drop your shoulders and release the air through your mouth. Repeat a few times. What a simple way to center ourselves, to reorient, to slow down, to find calm. Try this throughout your day. It just takes a few moments. Remember, just breathe. And as you breathe, remember, you've been given the gift of life. It is precious, and you matter. Pause. Breathe. Receive the gift of life afresh with each breath. No matter how difficult things are, you matter. Remember, pause, breathe, and receive.